going on? This is V Lee. Today I got Ray Zane on the show. Ray got a really impressive background. He's here to share with us his strategies on land flipping. And this is a show you don't want to miss. It sounds so easy. I even want to start doing land flipping myself. So join in. You are listening to the Real Estate Baller Show. I'm your host, V Lee. This is the show where I interview upcomers, doers, and ballers of the real estate investing world. I want to bring you real life lessons and takeaways so that you can make smarter decisions about investing in real estate and accelerating your real estate businesses. The purpose is to help you to reach your financial freedom in real estate investing faster. We're so excited to have Ray here with us. Hey, Ray, would you mind to give the audience a quick introduction? Hi, V. Thank you for inviting. My name is Ray. I'm a nationwide uh, land investor and also a coach. So I came to the America about 11 years ago, uh, trying to learn English and also, you know, try to uh, have a different lifestyle, right? So right now I flip land all over the place. I mean, currently 10 different states, about 45 different markets. Yeah. 45 different markets. Yeah. Where are you physically located? I live in Jacksonville, Florida. That's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. So I learned about you and you have a very unique approach to investing. The stuff that you buy, I typically would walk away. So tell us more. Like, what does a typical deal look like for you? Uh, I do infill lots. So I try to, you know, make at least 10000 on each deal. And uh, but right now I'm doing infill lots, meaning it's very close to the city. You see a lot of houses in the middle of it. There's a land. That's what I do. Do you have a buy box that you stick with? Yeah. So right now I only buy land that are close to big cities, about 30 to 90 minutes away. So mm -hmm. that's my uh, criteria to buy right now. Do you have a price point? Like is there, are there other criteria or just location only? Uh, yeah, there's a price point. I uh, typically stay uh, above uh, 15000 as far as the land worth or the land value. Mm -hmm. And uh, I try to stay under about 300000 We had another guest on the show before, and they actually buy large amount of land and then subdivide them into small lots. Right. But your model is slightly different. You actually mm. buy the lots that already subdivided. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what I do. And that's what I teach because uh, those guys definitely make a lot of money. They do one or two deals for the year. They're set, right? Mm -hmm. uh, but there are a lot of risk involved. There are a lot of moving parts. But for me right now, I just prefer doing the you know, smaller deals compared to them. I think what works a little bit better for me. So tell us what's the smallest deal to the biggest deal? What's you know, what's the range there? Uh, right now, I try to stay at least a land worth 15000 right? But when I first started, mm -hmm. I bought land for like 1000 bucks and sell them for 2500 You know, that was like uh, my first year, right? I flipped uh, 250 of them my first year. And uh, that mm -hmm. was fun. You know, you make a lot of money. Every day you feel good, right? But that's mm -hmm. not really a lot of money. So right now, I focus on bigger deals. When you buy a land, you can double your money, triple your money, and that's a, a huge return. You know, you don't have to do as much, but you know, the, the amount of money is a lot different. So uh, how much, what's the most you spend on a lot so far? Uh, right now about 
seventy thousand for a land. Okay. Yeah, I'm trying to increase that number. You know, because of uh, you know, I talked to some friends. They all all they only do bigger deals. Like they buy a land for a hundred, two hundred thousand. They can sell it double price. You know, I think that's、uh-huh. that's pretty cool. Yeah. Okay, so how do you go about finding these land if you're not physically there? Yeah, so I I actually send mailers to all the landowners in the entire county. So whoever own land in that county get my mail, and、uh, the mail has offer price on there. They can either accept that and、uh, call me back, or they can call me back and curse on me. So you know whatever they want to do, right? So yeah. So you put an offer on on your piece of mail already. Is it a postcard? It's not a postcard. It's just a two-page、yeah. card, and、uh, they got a letter. And inside, there's a、uh, you know just my offer price on the second page. That's awesome. So、yeah. do you? I'm assuming you have some kind of software that price the lot accordingly, because you don't want to put thirty thousand or five thousand dollar lot, right? <laughs> yeah, we we have a system to follow, but I don't believe in any of the website or any of the system. There's a website called Price.com. I really don't want to use it. Because、uh, uh-huh. some of my friends use that, and they have very disappointed results. So I never use, I never depends my、uh, offer price on software. So okay, so you mail the piece of mail to the potential seller, and then they call you back. Do you have a due diligence process of like, okay, this is what I want to buy, this is what I don't want to buy? Yeah. So first of all, we want to see if the land is a wetland, meaning the、yeah. land is not buildable. And、uh, so, if I see any land that are wetland, I would just completely maybe turn off right away, and I want to call the seller and maybe offer a couple hundred bucks and see if he wants it. If he doesn't want it, I'm not gonna go into the deal, right? And、mm-hmm. uh, I want to see if the land is landlocked, meaning there's no legal、uh, road access, un- unless you have to cross the neighbor's、uh, lot. And、uh, you know those land, you can definitely flip, but not too much. I still buy them. You know, if I have a deal like that, I just I just buy it for a couple hundred too. So, so how do you go about finding out? Do you get a survey, or how do you do that? It's very easy, and、uh, you can just look at Google Map and then see the parcel. And sometimes you can look at the Google, no, not Google, the county GIS map. Every county has their own GIS map system. You can、uh-huh. look at there and see if there's a road to it, right? So,、uh, as far as a wetland, there's a wetland checker. Just search wetland checker on Google. There are plenty of them, and、uh, put the address in. It will tell you if this land is wetland or not, right? So, so share an awesome deal that you did. I just closed one today, so I think it's pretty awesome.、Uh, we're gonna buy it for twelve thousand and、uh, looking to sell it for about thirty-five thousand. So not. Too much,、uh, but definitely pay some mailing costs, right? So, have you ever lost money? I never lost money in land, never. Yeah, because、um, when you buy rights, of course you,、mm-hmm. you don't want to just go on Zillow and buy a whole bunch of them.、Uh, you have to look at what's sold, and then、uh, you offer about forty to fifty cents on the dollar, and then when the offer comes back, renegotiate again. So that will make sure that you never lose money. And、uh, mm-hmm. uh, did I make make a mistake? Of course, I made a lot of mistakes. Sometime I bought,、uh, you know, wetland. I bought a wetland for four thousand bucks, and then it was under contract for five times. And、uh, everyone figured out. I you know I didn't know, but it was a wetland. And then the number fifth guy bought it for 
fifteen thousand. So I learned by getting paid, right? So yeah, <laughs> that that's a better way to learn than by losing money for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. So typically, how long does it take you to get through a deal? Like from the the day you close on your buy, because you don't assign, right? You actually close yeah. on the land and then resale. Yeah, so right now it's a little bit longer, and then because the market is not very clear, and uh, we're clearly heading to a recession of some sort, so right now it will stay on the market for a little bit longer. And um, it used to be very quick. I mean, you put it on the market a couple of days later, or even some sometime the same day we got offers. So right now, pretty different market. About a couple of weeks to a couple of months. Okay. Yeah. So having buying all over. I mean, every state has different law regarding closing acquisitions of land. How do you tackle that? Like, did you have to go and find out how, how in each of the area you do business in? This episode is brought to you by Buzz Vacation Rentals, a premier property management company in Houston and Galveston. Give Buzz a call today if you need help in managing your short-term and vacation rental properties at 281 549 8432 or visit their website at buzzvacationsrentals.com. Now back to the Real Estate Baller Show. Yeah, so I tell people all the time, and a lot of people try to micro, no, try to look at the big, big picture when they first start to do things, right? They want to know every step of the way, and they don't want to uh, be unknown, right? The fear of unknown, right? So mm-hmm. it's like driving. When you drive, do you see every corner and all the road at the first, at the beginning? No way, right? So you just want to see the next step and the next road and the next move, right? So the same as uh, land investing. So for example, I mailed to the entire new county. And then my first step is, of course, uh, I chose that market. I start to mail. And then when I started to mail, I got calls and then people want to sell their land. We put on the contract. And uh, let's say I just know this. There's nothing else I know. All right. So right now we're in under contract. What do I do? It's very easy. And uh, you look at who sold land nearby, who was the realtors who sold the land nearby, right? And then you mm-hmm. give them a call saying, hey, Mr. Realtor, I'm a little bit confused. I'm about to close this contract. No, I'm about to close on this deal. I have this under contract. So what title company do you suggest to get this rolling, right? To mm-hmm. get it close to my name. And then after I close it, I'll list the property by a realtor like you, right? You don't, you want to mm-hmm. give them some hope, right? You don't want to mm-hmm. let them mm-hmm. do things for free. And then good realtors will refer you good title companies, right? Call two or three of them if they recommend the same title company. And here you go. That's your choice. So put that title company, put that purchase agreement to the title company and close on the, that. And then, you know, you got your first deal. Okay. Right. So, so do you uh, have to go through a lender to finance or do you, or, I mean, do you even have lenders that finance these deals or you just buy them cash? Yeah, I buy it myself. I never use lenders. Uh, but I used to use uh, investors' money, like uh, my friends and family, and then I give them mm-hmm. some percentage of return. But right now, mm-hmm. I don't need to do that anymore. So okay, so starting now, you did have to get have good friends and and uh, deep pocket family. <laughs> Not family, <laughs> but friends. Yes. 
<laughs> so what's the largest um i don't know if you're comfortable to share it uh what's the biggest profit spread that you made on a land deal like what you hear so far make sure you never miss another show by clicking the subscribe button now this podcast is made possible by listener like you Thank you for your support. Now back to the show. Uh, about eighty-five thousand. Uh, I bought a deal for sixty-eight thousand. We sold it for a hundred fifty-five. And uh, right now, I think it's time to go after bigger deals. And uh, you know, look at all my friends are doing. I I I always mention my friend. This they have big impact on me. You know, and mm-hmm. uh, I want to tell everyone that you have to select your friends very carefully. Right. And uh, I select my friends very carefully and all of them are better than me in some way or another. Right. So that I can learn and uh, improve. And uh, my mentor tell me to think that your friends don't have influence on you is the same to think you will walk on the beach with your, without your feet wet. So there's no way you will not get impacted, you know, so you will get influ- influence if you don't if you don't careful. Okay, so you're in 45 different states or cities? Uh, market, uh, county, market. county okay. yes, yeah. Okay, so are you doing this all by yourself? No, I have a acquisition and then I have some VA, one VA actually, I pay him about $2 an hour and uh, we just do this all together. So right now I start to coach, so I really uh, trying to you know make all of them work. Uh, coaching has a lot of work too. Mm-hmm. So much work for for coaching than the than the actual land flipping. You know, does it involve a lot of negotiation between you and the seller, like yeah. how in the house buying business? Uh, in land business, yes, and uh, there are a lot of negotiations. And uh, negotiation is one of our methods strength because you know when the offer comes back, we want to negotiate again, and then. Mm-hmm. We keep sure that we all have a big profit and our money is safe too, right? So, but this is all done on the phone, right? It's not like you gotta go out to the land and look at it, right? Yeah, I flip hundreds of land. I've been to one of them. So, okay. So during the time when you own the land, um, you said it take it could take up to a couple months to sell. Do you have to do any maintenance? I mean, obviously you don't have to keep utility on, but what about mowing? Do you worry about people trashing your lot? Yeah, I don't do anything to add value. So I, I got I got some people mad and, and I do TikTok too, right? Some people mad. Oh, this guy never add any value. Yeah, this is what I what I do, actually. I don't really do anything on top of the land, but uh, I guess I add some value to the buyers. And uh, without me, they couldn't find a deal. So that's the value there, right? So, so you go and seek the seller who didn't know, who didn't even think they could sell this lot, right? Mm. So you help them solve their problem. Absolutely. And uh, people need money sometime, right? So Yes. And what do they keep the land for? No use. What's the complicated, like, have you run into complications and what are those? Nothing really too complicated, but sometimes there's uh, some title issue about the land because sometimes mm-hmm. people don't even care and then they just don't pay taxes, right? And then their land get tax, tax auctions and the, the city took their land from them and they... They got, you know, sold in the tax auction and that could really mess up with the title. So mm-hmm. there might be some issue there uh, when you get your land sold at the auction and the title might not be clear when the next buyer come in. Yeah. Okay. But nothing too uh, complicated with this business. 
You ever worry we're running out of empty lots for you? Do I worry about what? <laughs> that we that you're gonna be running out of empty lots? I buy the run or run out of? Okay, yeah, no. Um, I mean, <laughs> there are a lot of land. Uh, you can do this in multiple different ways. Like you guys do it in different ways, and uh, there will be a lot of land for sale. And uh, for what I can tell, for the next five to ten years, I can still be in the business, but. Uh, After 10 years, I'm not sure. And uh, all the land investors right now, they know if they started about five years ago. And right now, it's a different market. Everyone is aware of the land right now, how much value it has, right? And uh, in the mastermind we had a couple of days ago, one of the members said uh, they use, he used to sign a thousand letters. He got like 30 deals, you know, mm -hmm. no, no way now. You're lucky to get one. So yeah. what kind of success rate do you have? Like how many letters do you have to send out now to get a deal? Uh, I tell people all the time, minimum about 3,000 every single month. But I do about 25,000 and sometimes 20,000. And uh, I'm looking to increase that number to get, you know, just in you know, a bigger game and uh, not trying to think too small, right? So right now about 20 to 25,000 every month. Do you mail to the same markets every month or do you rotate? Yeah, I go to different markets. Uh, I don't do the same month. And uh, if I have some deals in that market, I'll raise my offer price and do it all again in about three to four months. Did I hear earlier that you actually don't get a survey on these lot that you're buying? Uh, not really, no. Yeah. So how do you know? What's your protection to know that you're actually buying a good lot or the right lot? Yeah, we absolutely have to check. There are about 30 things we need to check before actually buy the land. And yeah. uh, for example, we want to look at the Sasser website, look at the GS map, Google map, and Redfin, and to determine mm -hmm. if this is a good deal, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, we want to see if the land is in the wetland zone, zone or, or flood zone, or if that land is buildable, right? So mm -hmm. the surveyor is not necessary if you do a lot of research. You don't actually need it. If uh, everything is so clear right now, you can look at Google map. You can see the map. You can see the lot even without even mm -hmm. going there, right? So what do you think like for someone who's coming in and say, okay, I want to be like Ray and I want to go buy land still. What are the challenges that they would face? Uh, they got to be consistent, right? So I just did a, a TED talk and Instagram live. And in the live, I talk about when you commit to do something, there will be a period of time that absolutely no results showed up. You know, you feel like, is this even working? Right. And uh, for example, I became a, a land coach about half a year ago, five months ago. And when I first started, one of the things I did is I go on live and uh, just try to talk to people about land investing and nobody show up, zero, mm -hmm. right? I sat there for 30 minutes looking at the screen, nobody came. You know, think about it. Uh, if majority of people might just think, okay, this is not working. I'm not going to do it anymore. And I just keep going, right? So mm -hmm. TikTok is the same thing. And uh, one of my TikTok videos actually hit about 500,000 views yesterday. Congratulations. So, yeah, thank you. So that, that the system works. You just have to keep working. So it's not the system problem. It's your problem, right? So I agree. Yeah. I think people give up too soon, right? Yeah. Yeah. Keep going on one thing. And uh, no effort is ever wasted. So do it long enough and uh, the, you know somehow you'll, you'll be rewarded big time.
So with all this awesomeness, what's next for you? Uh, you know, I'm gonna follow my friends' step and uh, do, just trying to do bigger deals, bigger acres. You know, that's the one thing on the land uh, land side. And also, I'm expanding my coaching business, try to get it to more like hands on. Right now, I do one on one coaching, so that's a uh, very a lot of time I have to spend on there. I try to record the modules right now so that I don't have to teach all the time, right? So yes, yes, one on one coaching is very time consuming, and Absolutely. but it's good for your student because that probably would help them to increase the success rate. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. But they still gotta get roll roll up their sleeve and get to do the work, right? Absolutely. Yeah, get to work. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I have some students. I tell them I will not move to the next section until you finish the first section. The actions you need to do, right? So I have some yeah. students actually stuck there. I never heard back from them. So I keep uh, following up to see where they are at, so that they don't just give up on the way. Yeah. Hey, so what is the one thing that people might be surprised to learn about you? That's a good question. So I, I was a car dealer, so I don't know if that works.、Um, but you know, I think I don't think too much. I just get it done, right? So that's my kind of my style, and、uh, my teaching style is the same. I don't really teach a lot of knowledge, and、uh, if people come to me and try to look for a lot of knowledge, I'm not good for them, right? I just tell them what to do. So in my course is the same thing, and do this, do that, do this, do that. You get results. That's it. If you want to read a book, a textbook, I'm not gonna let you do that, right? So I think that's that's just my style. So what you want to say is you're not a professor. You're more of a coach, like like、yeah. a fitness coach, like do ten sit up, twenty、yeah. push up, that kind of thing, right? Yeah, because I have results. I know how to get results, and、uh, this is what you do. All right.、Yeah. Well, that's awesome. Last questions: How does the audience get in touch with you?、Uh, I'm in TikTok or Instagram. the The tag is Virtual Flip Land, so it's the same as here. V A R T U A T U A L Flip Land L A N D. Right. So, thanks for joining us today. We hope you found it informative and inspiring. And if you crave more. Join our Facebook group, RE Ballers, for more real estate talk. And from wherever you are listening to your podcast, make sure to hit that subscribe button on the Real Estate Ballers so you'll never miss another show. But wait, there's more. If you got some serious value out of this episode, we would be eternally grateful if you could give us a shining five star rating, write us a love letter. AKA a written review, or even just share this episode with a friend who needs some real estate inspiration. 